Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan, and joining me this week, and all weeks, really, is Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. We got a new summer banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all One IP this time around. All three houses. Yeah. So It's about time three yeah. houses got in on, the, on, on more fun, I should say. Yep. Uh... Let's see, the last one we had was back in early March or mid-March? Or was it April? It's been a couple months. And I'm trying to remember what it would have been. I, I thought... The it would have been the Lysithia net. Um, oh, like a... Bernadetta like a... and Ferdinand banner. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. With Flame Emperor, I believe, was the grand hero battle for that one. Quote, unquote, Flame Emperor. Uh, no. Well, it was straight it up was Flame the, Emperor, which yes. they then released the legendary hero that spoiled exactly who it was. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Eventually, you gotta. It's been what? It was like eight months. So now it's now it's been almost a year yeah. since the game came out. So, uh, but it is. I think it's a big. I think it's a spoiler worth worth holding worth holding back if we can. And I think it. They did a. They did a good job waiting that long. Um. Let's look at the banners because we've got we've got some heroes to talk about and we've got some summoning to talk about. So, weekly revival banner eighteen is running right now. Summer's arrival goes until the thirteenth. New power goes until the sixteenth. Summer passing goes to the eighteenth. Desert mercenaries or desert mercenaries, depending on your um, love of sacred stones, goes until the nineteenth. And your spelling, and your spelling, right? <laughs> it it is spelled correctly in the notes. I might add pretty sure that's a that's how you spell desert 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 damn it <laughs> okay tempest trials goes until the 20th elysian's elysian summer goes into the 21st and pushing into august oversee oversee mercenary damn it i was like i was stumbling oversee memories goes until the 8th of august now with a new special banner which is the one i just mentioned We've obviously done some summoning, and Eddie, you've got uh, you've got some text. What what have you what have you done this yep. past week? What what's going on? Well, as I said, was likely when I uh, got lucky with said last week. I did have a rough start, spending most of the saved orbs I had before getting Fort, uh, Dorothea with a four star Sylvain on the same ring. Um, I think I might have gotten a Dimitri in that ring as well. Um, not remembering for sure exactly when, but. I did uh, keep going and managed to get Ingrid uh, after that Dimitri and an Ocean pity break, so another new unit. Uh, Ocean was on a ring with no blues and reds since I would, had stopped pulling in green colorless by then. Uh, since Ingrid was my uh, first choice in three houses, in early three houses, um, I did decide while I continued to buy Leth Hunt uh, to keep pulling blue. Uh, and I ended up getting a series of pity rakes. I don't recall exactly how many were together or one ring after a previous pity break, but I'm uh, pretty sure some were like that. But I ended up getting a Nyla, a Fallen Burkut, a Wayne, and a Grain before I finally got um, Duo Byleth. Um, I decided to go and push my luck um, uh, for that second Ingrid uh, after... You know what I was as I was winding down on what I was willing to spend uh, in that hunt for a second Ingrid. I did get a second Byleth, a five-star Sylvain, 
both of them were on blue free rings. Might have been the same ring for all I can remember. As well as a Brave Elliwood, but I did end up getting that second Ingrid. Um, I did also get a Male Green Corn on that ring where I got the second Ingrid. I did not get anything off of the D- Desert Mercenaries rerun. Uh, either the free summon or the tickets. That's all I really pulled there. Uh, although for you, we did see in Discord you had some early luck. Uh, but I think any of our regular question uh, listeners know that the big question is, did you manage to get Dorothea there, Ryan? You know, uh, not to foreshadow a bit here, but um, when we were doing the notes and I had picked the heroes I was going to talk about, I didn't pick Dorothea. And Eddie reminded me, asked, oh, I'm surprised you didn't take Dorothea. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why would I have done that? And I mean, that just goes to show like how far away Three Houses was because I I forgot that Dorothea was my um, my go to uh, hero and the one that I S ranked with. And uh, I completely forgot that, but um, probably, uh, probably to to uh, to pay that that uh, pay my penance on that on forgetting that, I did get very lucky on my first summon ring. I got the uh, I got Ingrid and the Byleth Rhea duo, which was fun, which was great because I was looking for those heroes. I honestly, probably due to the fact that this was three houses and all four of these. I guess technically five on the banner were were characters that I liked from that game. I was fine to get all all of them, so I was happy with that ring. I thought, oh man, that's lucky. Any other banner, I would have been cool. I'm good. I'm gonna take that as a as a as a win and jump out. And uh, of course, I went back in for for Dorothea because I I had not got her, and I wanted Sylvain as well. But I figured I could. I figured I was gonna just pick away at the green until I got a four still four star Sylvain, which I did, and um. No Dorothea. I, I I managed to build up some more orbs over the past couple days, and um, I got quote unquote pity broken. Um, I guess I didn't get pity broken, but I got an extra Ingrid, which uh, on a on a ring where there was no colorless. So I, it depends I, on how you want to define a pity break. A pity I mean, break to me is generally any character you aren't looking for, but you already had an Ingrid, so you weren't really looking for her exactly so i'm i'm only looking for one copy of each so when i when i pulled the other ingrid i was like ah okay although i will say this um in my tempest trials experiences with with the set of heroes ingrid has been the most fun to use with her ability to gain 10 hp after after any hit either on your own turn or their or their turn so it's worked quite well um hers hers is all the way up to 10 i hadn't looked at her weapon I know yeah. uh, Dorothea gets seven HP after a hit. Oh well, and or did then, I misread it? And it was actually ten as well. Okay, yeah, no, Ingrid's is ten, and um, she's she she's been a lot of fun to use, and I just uh, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I've looked ahead at the calendar, and this isn't me like trying to move forward with the show because I know we have some other stuff to talk about. But um, I've looked ahead at the calendar. We've got some new heroes coming up. We've obviously got another. We have the Mythic banner. Then we have. The Choose Your Legends, the infamous Save All Your Orbs for August. This is not a drill. And I'm sitting here with with next to zero orbs. Um, and again, to foreshadow, we're going to talk about Resplendent Heroes again. And I'm like, oh, you know, Fate Pass isn't driving me back in. Uh, so I'm like sitting here thinking like, I'm going to have to spend some money if I want any of these characters. Or, But I realize I have 30 days, so I think I'm going to do what I did with the last summer banner and just take a step back absorb it all in and see where things go and and uh go from there but my my five percent rate's been reset so do i want to dive back in for a colorless i don't know 
Um, Dorothy is great. She's my hero, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a break I mean, and see how it goes. I, I've come to realize that I'm not sure that CYL units are really that worth trying for that hard. I mean, if the um, spark system is there, I might try this, uh, to go at least as far as the spark system. Uh, but after that, I'm probably not going to spend too much because brave heroes just get thrown into the normal pool. For example, I got a brave Elliewood on this summer van. So, and I mean that's yeah. that's I I think that's the healthy way to look at it. I remember last year with the brave heroes, um, someone it could have been you, Eddie. It could have been someone in Discord, but they had recommended, hey, hold on to your free summon until you've gotten the heroes you want, and then just collect finish your collection with that free summon and and that worked really well for me and mm-hmm. i think you're right i will uh i'll probably do the math on figuring out how many orbs i need for that august banner to do the spark system and then i'll get two of the four which if i recall the winners i probably only would be interested in what was it was it edelgard byleth was it was it not, all just the three not byleth it not was byleth. all three houses it was edelgard dimitri and claude on the guys and lysithia did come out as the second one i actually couldn't remember myself so i just was going looking back and confirmed that lysithia had gotten that last spot yeah so so by that logic i'm kind of thinking to myself edelgard's probably really the only one that i really really want because i mean just having that case you don't even need to spend orbs on the banner you just get yourself a free edelgard i mean let's be honest let's wait and see what the heroes look like and then we'll be i'll probably be singing a different tune but i know dimitri really wasn't he didn't click with me and again i did play the i did play the the crimson squares sides what what was it crimson crimson flower crimson flower for some reason i was going crimson sky and i'm like that doesn't sound right let's try crimson squares what is wrong with me? Well, it's crimson flower. Um, yeah, so that was the what one. the golden deer version is. But um, yeah. practical I think jokes. As your immune know. for as your immune for blue lions, part two. Hmm. Well, I mean, all that all that being said, like uh, we'll see what the heroes look like. But um, yeah. that's a good point. I might not even have to so, save orbs. Yep, so this, uh, before we hop into what's coming up, uh, because we did get a new calendar finally, uh, we also got the new update with the auto-dispatch feature, and I have a slight grumble about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a cool feature, and it's the most um, uh, floating sky thing, ether raids things I've done in quite a while, but every time, every day when I log into the game, it yells at me, hey, you can send out, uh, you can do ether raids without doing anything with auto dispatch even though i used up all three of them the first three days yeah it's like reminding me to do something that i can't do anymore yeah i think that might be a bug because or or or, because it's it's not like it's saying hey go check out your your ether raids it's literally it's it's a call to action to do the auto dispatch Mm -hmm. and that's where i'm struggling is like no game you should know that I've done all the auto dispatches because I think that's a cool feature to let me go in half acid, jump out, get something out of it. Like I appreciate that, yeah. but, uh, it's, it's a nice reminder. Like when they've done with Mjolnir strike and, uh, lost lore. So once the things are done or a warning about Mjolnir strike, it started. So you don't forget, but this keeps telling you even after you can't do it anymore. It's like, I, I think yeah. it's a bug. I, I, I don't want to turn this feature off, 
because it's nice that you remind me. But if I don't have any more auto dispatches left, you know, I'm not gonna don't want to be reminded about it. No, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, and to me, it feels like a bug because they don't they don't constantly remind you like, hey, make sure you get in and do arena, and it's like it doesn't do that. So, and that would be pretty much in my mind on the same scale. I think I could be I could be wrong. People who do ether raids might be like, no, it's completely different. But in this instance, I haven't heard if it's a bug, but it certainly sounds like it's a bug. And I, I agree with you. I don't want to turn it off because I think that I, I like the auto dispatch. I just if it if it is proven to not be a bug, I will probably turn it off. Like if this is a design like that's not good. That's not good design. I mean, the way it, the game doesn't remind you about Arena is the way the game doesn't actually remind you about Ether Raids itself. Uh, with Mjolnir Strike, which is a one-day-long thing, it makes sense that it reminds you because it's only there for one day. And then the second phase is only there for one day. For Lost Lore's uh, whether the spoils version that's going on now or the normal version, it's a limited-time event, but the game doesn't tell you about uh, Bland Conquest, which actually we haven't had one in a while, which is nice. Um, or if we have, I've completely blanked it. Uh, it doesn't tell you about most of the other events, um, but um, you know, for this, this is a limited access thing, you know, which is why I understand why it warns you about it or tells you about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes sense. So it kind of makes sense to me that it doesn't tell you about Arena because a lot of stuff it doesn't remind you about every time you boot up or else I'd have like every time you boot up, you'd have like 30 different things wanting your attention. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is going on. 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 There's a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. It's a busy game now. And I appreciate them allowing you to kind of pick and choose. I think I turned off uh, Mjolnir Strike and... Uh, that might have been that might have been the only one I turned off. Uh, but yeah. I, I I may turn that one off. I often it's like I don't have time now, and it doesn't remind me if I get back in later, or I don't get back in until after it's over. It's like so maybe I should turn it off, but I kind of leave it on on the off chance that it's like oh yeah I want to try and take care of that one time this week hmm. or this time around. Yeah, well hopefully they'll clear this thing up because I agree it's a little it's a little annoying. Yeah. Well, uh, aside from that, uh, we do, like I said, we did get that new calendar. Uh, we have the summer refreshes uh, rerun banner starting on the 13th. We have the limited hero, a uh, set of limited hero battles also starting on the 13th. We have the bound hero battle revival with Faye and Dune starting on the uh, 15th. The heroes with Moonbow's uh, skills starting on the 16th which will replace the new Powers banner. Uh, the A new Lost Lore starting on the 17th and a set of Sword Arts quests starting on the 18th. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming on the 25th is the new Resplendent Hero, which will be has been revealed to be Hell Robin. Uh, let me just confirm that date. I pulled that out of my butt. Yep, 25th. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, so Minerva is now available at resplendent minerva uh, for those who subscribe to fate pass and i think we talked about this when we talked about resplendent minerva i think her character uh looks great uh but there's something about 
hell robin that just does not connect with me and i okay. don't know what it is is I... it the attempt to try and uh duplicate the leaf in thrash your thing without actually duplicating it or what I, I don't know what it is like i think it looks neat i just i wonder there i think the core issue i have is like he's this is robin and he's dressing mm-hmm. up like the hell characters but he's not dead so you're not seeing it i think the cool part about those hell characters is that they you can see their skeletons so yeah the fact that they tried to imitate it with the oh i see yes solid purple on his armor but it's not actually showing bones you know i think so i mean i'm kind of i kind of feel like i'm starved for orbs and i'm also like i kind of like the the minerva character her resplendent Minerva, or her look as the resplendent hero. Plus, and... you'll get um, auto start for the Tempest Trials in the current Forging oh, Bonds rerun. You're right, hot damn! It's I, I really do want it <laughs> so badly. Which goes to show how effective that is, even though I still feel there should be some version that's available to everyone. I agree. I agree. And uh, but you know what? Maybe I, here's the thing: normal Robin. He doesn't look that great, and I think this is a good, a good, uh, a good redo. Um, it, it's yeah. So maybe I'm coming around on it. I don't know. I just I think the core thing that was missing for me was basically the. I don't I don't think you give Hell Robin like the missing skeleton, but that is always going to be something that jumps out at me as missing, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it just it popped out at me. That was all. um okay so yeah that'll be available on the 25th of july to fey pass subscribers maybe me maybe eddie i don't know are you Uh, you i I grabbed i i was unsubscribed between the release of the last one and the release of minerva but i did pick it up if not the day after minerva came out a day or two after yeah yeah it's tempting I'm I'm certainly getting there. I'm getting to the point where I I do miss those perks. So uh, and and I mean I've kind of come around on the price too. Like in terms of the cost of orbs, it's it's really not that much. Um, or, well, sorry, it, it's it's money. It's it is a lot in in these times, but it doesn't feel like a lot in comparison to how how much you're spending on if you were to purchase orbs because the bundles are yeah. usually pretty expensive. So, um. Okay, well, let's move into, you added a news piece here, uh, uh, Desert Mercenaries rerun, which we talked about, and the Twitter poll for the next rerun has now been posted on online. I almost said Twitter, but that should be self-explanatory. Uh, the winner of the last Twitter poll for New Heroes rerun has started complete with the Forging Bonds and First Summon tickets, as well as the Spark system. And they also, uh, they've launched another Twitter poll for the September rerun between Changing Winds, Sophia's Call, peony and more and air of light um i'm gonna apologize and rely on you in the sense of like what's what's the feel from the community is is like there was a clear winner with the last one is there a clear winner for this one um with the spark system i wouldn't be surprised if peony wins it okay i personally would prefer air of light because that's got one or two characters i don't have yet um but I don't really know exactly what the feel or thought process is really on them. But uh, if I recall correctly, I'd have to pull up the Twitter thing um, to really remember. But It's something I'm trying to do right now as well. Okay, yeah. so... Oh, okay. 
so sorry folks um should have done this beforehand so changing winds was a three houses banner with mercedes yep. petra uh I, I, that one might get my vote because i do like petra and I'm, I'm i'm sad i missed her but again i know my vote is based on a i want that character not i want that skill set so i I'm, I'm going against the grain here i'm guessing um mm-hmm. then you've got uh the second one uh, sorry which is Sophia's call which is silk it's hard no sorry it's hard to see yeah it is silk okay silk uh, catria python the pathetic archer <laughs> uh flying uh catria sword catria uh the mild middle sister version of her mm-hmm. and forsyth the peony one was ossian uh is that marita in Ivo? i think so but the big pull would be peony right and then i'm yeah i'm, I'm i feel silly for spacing on the names because they're right below the images and then four is uh air of light which is uh it's just these images that's that guy's name that's an old banner but uh you've got sure well, they're all somewhat old but that's um altana larcy shannon altana and said right so i only need shannon from that one i have larcy what's the green uh, here guys Marita. huh the green hair guy's name was pretty powerful, was he not? Or am I th- yeah. Seth? The one I got last week? Yeah. I think he was like supposed to be like ultra powerful with his green his as a green tome user. I can't yeah. remember. Um but I did click through, I voted, and I will apologize to everyone I voted for for changing wins. Now the winner sure. at this point so far, there's three days left as of this recording. There's been almost twenty six thousand votes. Uh, we've got basically a two-way tie right now between Changing Winds and Air of Light, with Air of Light winning just by a hair right now by 0.2%. So it looks like there must, there's got to be a character on that Air of Light that, Air of Light that is, uh, that is pulling people. Um, and Changing Winds, I'm guessing, is just three houses. Let's do this. I'm, I'm surprised that yeah. Peony is. Uh, is I guess lower. everyone got a free Peony, so people are less worried about getting extra Peonies. Emerges for her. So that's a good but. point. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I mean, we'll we'll keep an eye on. It. We'll know the winner in the next, like I said, next couple days. But uh, without further ado, let's talk about this uh, summer heroes part two. <laughs> Sorry about that. Did you win? What did uh, you win? I think it was just so edit. Uh, you know, hey, something's ready now. And one of my things. We did it. But, um, yes, part two, the Overseas Memory Banner. Summer continues as we dive into a Three Houses-themed banner. Uh, since the entire banner does not have normal versions, Violet technically does, but I kind of count Rhea as a new one. Um, you know, Rhea is new, so I kind of count that as a non-normal version unit. Uh, and the Tempest... Uh, the Tempest Trial brings us male by the creepy evil dude, I, I mean Hubert, and Hilda to round out the bonus heroes. Uh, the banner is Blue Lions Heavy, with Lorenz representing the Golden Deer as the TT unit, and Sylvain being the four-star unit on the banner. And to start with those Blue Lions. Yes, we've got Ingrid, the Solstice Knight, 
Here comes Ingrid from the Blue Lion House, and she's ready for the beach. Ingrid can be pretty no-nonsense at times, but with this outfit, it looks like she's let her hair down a bit. <laughs> I'm going to just remind everybody that uh, most of these, especially mine, I don't know how Eddie grabs his uh, descriptions, but I, I kind of pull a little bit from the Meet the Heroes description, and I thought that was that was too good not to read it. But, it, but when you read it, you can hear Sharina. Um, and not Ryan, maybe a little bit of Ryan, but, uh, as a blue Lance flyer, Ingrid wields star point Lance grants speed plus three during units. First combat in, in player phase or enemy phase grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus five to unit and restores 10 HP to unit after combat. Her new skill in the B slot is guard bearing three, which during units first combat and enemy phase if foe initiates combat, reduces damage from the foe's first attack by 50%. Rounding out her kit is Moonbow as a special, sturdy impact in the A slot, and odd speed wave 3 in the C slot. So yeah. Get, they're getting a little rules lawyery on these descriptions. Rules lawyery? What do you mean? During first unit's first combat in enemy phase, if foe initiates combat. Well, if it's the enemy face, the foe's always going to initiate the combat. One would hope. I don't know. Well, as far as I'm aware, in this game, there is no way for you to initiate combat when the and in the enemy face. Maybe, uh, maybe that's maybe that's a sign that something's coming around the corner. No, I don't know that. You're, I think you're right. They're yeah. just getting a little legalese with you. Yeah. So one. you you've played with her a bit. You uh, so does her. Um, HP thing activate every combat or only on the first combat of each round? Only, only on the only when Ingrid or performs her first combat. Um, okay. In 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 either phase, uh, so so during Ingrid's first combat in player phase or enemy phase, so you don't necessarily have to prioritize her in combat. It just it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I felt like, in terms of a Tempest Trials unit, she's part like I haven't played with Dorothea. Um, but in terms of Ingrid and Tempest Trials, she was perfect. She was always the last character, especially on Auto Battle. She works really well. She was always the last mm-hmm. hero sort of sticking around at the very end because she was able to constantly, you know, keep her health pool up from those yeah. uh, quick hits that weren't killing her. So Yeah, the, the it way, was, I w- way it was worded, I wasn't sure if, like, all three enemies attack her in the same phase, she would get health each battle, but would only get the stat boost on the first phase, first battle. So yeah at least for dorothea's which is similar just slightly weaker mm-hmm. you know and and before yeah. we jump to dorothea like I, I think ingrid's art is i i've never i did not play blue lions i know ingrid was a popular character within the blue lions but i think that her her art here for i don't know if she was if she was in big into fishing but she seems to have like that sort of angle to her art here but i think they did a good job in terms of offering her a, a summer outfit I don't know. You played Blue Lions, right? I played Blue Lions, but I mean, I'm trying to remember. I think she was participating in the fishing tournament during that month of the game. So she might be big into fishing. Well, it's been a while since I've done the fishing tournament. She is. But I mean, this is summer and they love their fishing or coral weapons in summer. So Mm -hmm. whether they're big into fishing or not, they're going to do something like that. You know, either yeah. a coral weapon or a drink. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, it seems to be one of the two, although uh, I think this next hero does not have either. It's kind of like a, what has she got? Chop, like, what are those? Hidden hair? thorns. Um, I'd have to pull up the picture to verify exactly what that weapon looks like. I, it looks but like we a do weapon. have Dorothea, the solar songstress, the only commoner from the Black Eagle's house. Dorothea started her career as a songstress in the Middle Franc Opera Company before coming to the Officers' Academy. She joins on this banner as a colorless infantry dagger unit, wielding Hidden Thorns Plus at in 5-star, which on top of the usual Dagger 7 debuff, it grants her attack resistance plus 5 during the first combat per phase, player or enemy, and heals her for 7 HP after combat. Uh, it probably works exactly like uh, Ingrid's one, where it only heals during that first combat. Just the way it was worded with the HP after combat, I wasn't 100% sure if it was connected. Uh, she is considered a dancer, although she should have gotten sing instead of dance, but she does have dance as her assist. And comes with a new skill called Attack Cantrip, which at Tier 3 inflicts attack minus 7 on nearest foes within 4 spaces through her next through their next actions if sing or dance is used. So she's able to debuff people when she sings or dances for someone. Uh, she does also come with the Tier 4 version of Hone Attack. So definitely a support character. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, and all, I... all her stuff is focused on debuffing the enemy or buffing your friends. It makes sense. Like she was... Probably does her own damage too, but... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, saying. it makes sense from from when you look at her from the perspective of of three houses because i mean really she was at least how how she played in my crew she was very much the support character she was the dancer she was the magician uh, i think she did a bit of healing i can't i can't perfectly recall but she was she was a very strong support character and always uh on the front lines um she was able to so, take a hit or two so yes, her hidden thorns are hair hair ties or hairpins i was just gonna say it looks very much like she took her hairpins out because <laughs> her hair is yep all over the place uh and you know i think now i'm gonna i'm pretty sure we don't have a dorothea like a, a normal dorothea in the game right correct okay. uh, as i mentioned at the start all these characters are except for byleth you did mention since ray is with her they're all brand new which is why we don't have any of them other than male byleth on the uh tempest trials banner Yes. You know, it's funny. Um, I'd, I'd blame the heat, but I actually think it was just, it's just the three kids this time that I, I can only remember five minutes uh, at, mm. a, at a time. So I apologize for that. But you are, you are correct. These are all, except for female Byleth, all new, new characters. Yeah. And I will, I will say like, um, you know, it, it's great to see her in the game. I, I can't wait until they add her properly as well. Like not properly, but as a, as a mainline character, but I think they captured dorothea and and how she would portray herself while she's uh or not portray herself, how she, what she would wear when she's you know enjoying summer and i'm surprised we didn't get this look specifically in three houses like if they if they had any sort of whiff of of summer vacation in that game um i think they this would be an easy translation because it very much reminds you me of uh, did have colors. like a summer outfits as one of the dlcs but that was just like a lighter colored normal outfit mm-hmm. yeah yeah but uh i think they nailed it um 
looking at uh i closed my sorry folks uh we got the next hero so sylvain hanging with is that his actual name hanging with tens yes it's a nice little subtle yeah uh reference to sylvain his in his the way his character is being the ladies man he's hanging with a bunch of tens now (laughs) did uh also a surfing reference if you know the oh yes, 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 yes. Hanging ten. I was, I was gonna ask. What do you mean? No, no. Hang, hang Sur- ten. Surfing, bro. hanging ten, and then, mm-hmm. you know, he would probably say all these women with that he's hanging out with are tens. Yeah. So now, he's hanging with tens. Did did I just? I'm I'm just I'm kind of. I I know I put this in the notes, but I but I again I copied and pasted. And I I wasn't. It didn't connect with me until till just now. Does he say something like this in the game? I don't think he does. I can't remember, but it wouldn't uh, surprise me. Don't be. <laughs> I mean, I, we can go over it now, but I mean, he he's kind of a smooth ladies' man character in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dorothy is kind of his opposite in that she's able to see through and manipulate men pretty easily, and Sylvain's usually able to uh, make women feel like they're the center of the world to him successfully and. Mm-hmm. Get them to fall head over heels for him, just like uh, you see Dorothea doing a similar thing to the men in the game. So, whether he actually straight up says that you know you're a ten or anything like that, or he's hanging with tens or anything like that, I don't recall. But it yeah. kind of fits as something he would say, being at a beach. You know, oh, kind of, of a subtle surfing reference in all these beautiful women around him. Yeah, no, it definitely yeah. fits to the character. I just, for some reason, yeah. it it it, uh, it caught me off guard because I'm like, oh, they actually, they went in and they did that. Uh, it does not surprise me that Sylvain would describe himself as or or make note of that. But uh, anyways, it, it caught me off guard, and I'm I'm glad we talked about it because you're right. Okay, so well, Sylvain, consummate uh, uh, consummate ladies' man of the Blue Lion House is making a splash in his swimsuit outfit. True to form, he's gone for a wild, mischievous style. Also, dual-wielding drinks to help avoid the long drink lines. As a green tome cavalry unit, Sylvain wields Melon Float Plus. During unit's first combat and player phase or enemy phase, grants attack slash resistance plus 5 to unit and restores 7 HP to unit after combat. Since Sylvain is available as a 4-star summon on this banner, he has no new skills but rounds out his kit with drawback as an assist chill res three in the b slot and round oh sorry rouse attack slash defense three in the c slot uh and eddie and listeners i will just ask you to look at the art for sylvain and pull up his damage artwork and you will you will see what is probably the greatest damage artwork that's ever been done just gonna throw that out there i will note you said he's dual wielding the drinks. If you look at his attack art and his battle art, uh, he's not actually dual wielding the drinks. The uh, main art, his starting art, is a reference back to his damage art, where he's giving a beautiful lady one of the drinks. He got this for her, and yeah, it's blowing up in his face <laughs> for that damage art. You know, I I just immediately looked at this at the at the normal art, and he he certainly feels like the kind of guy who's going to go to the drink line and be like, "I'll take two. You know, either for one back for some random beautiful woman he finds along the way. And honestly, like I I did, I did that makes a lot of sense uh, now that that you've pointed that out. But to me, 
Um, yeah, if, you, if you look at the way he's holding that second drink, it's like he's handing it to someone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, that makes perfect sense. And I guess like I just jumped on it. I'm like, oh yeah, he's just he's just a smart dude. Like if you've ever gone to a resort and you go to the drink line, super long, you might as well grab two. Then you're you're able to enjoy the sun a little longer. But you're right, he's grabbing one for another, and his damage art is literally getting rejected, which I thought again worked so well for uh for sylvain and um i'm digging the shades it's great stuff i don't know it's just all around good stuff yeah um a little less wonderful art or more questionable art we do have byleth fell stars duo with Rhea, the leader of church seros and the officer academy continue that talking thing i'll figure it out one of these days uh, continues her mysterious obsession with Byleth by joining her for her summer break as the new duo hero for this manor. They join as a red flying mage unit with Byleth showing off the dark flyer class from Cinder Shadows. Uh, their duo skill grants desperation to unit and allies within two spaces that and resets every third turn if it's been used already. Uh, Desperation is the skill that allows you to make follow-up attacks before the foe can counterattack if you initiate the combat. Uh, While the skill usually has a health threshold, this version lasts the entire turn and has no conditions to be active once it's been applied through the duo skill. Uh, Byleth wields the Sun's Percussors, which boosts her special trigger at, at the start of combat. If Byleth is faster than the enemy or the foe is at full health, uh, it grants attack speed plus five and neutral effects neutralizes effects that guarantee uh, foe follow-up attacks or prevent unit follow-up attacks. She has a new chill skill, this one being speed resistance, which at tier three, or chill speed res two, uh, inflicts the enemy with the highest speed resistance total with speed and resistance minus five through its next action. Uh, like other Byleth versions, she comes with Ruptured Sky as her special. And she also has the Tier 4 version of Attack Speed Push. And uh, her last skill is Ground Orders, since she is technically a flying unit, even though I believe Ray is walking around just behind her in the sprite. Yeah. As someone who played through, uh, as we established, I remember this, Crimson Flower, um, it's odd. To see Rhea so close uh, to Byleth. Um, be- yeah, that would be odd if you've only played through Crimson Flower. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I, I was going to allude to this later on when we talk about our Cindered Shadows uh, game club, but I did purchase the DLC and I jumped back in and I realized I did create a save at the choice to to choose either, either to side with Edelgard or with Rhea. Um, never did go back and do it, although it might tempted but also i kind of want to experience new game plus but either way that's a distraction from what we're talking about here um it was it was jarring at first to see that almost to the point where i'm like "Hmm, that's not right what are they doing here what is this what is this madness um but but i do understand that there is a playthrough where um and and maybe all of them again i did three playthroughs okay so the no no blue lions you never see raya right so raya is pretty much off the picture yeah, um, I'm not sure how much you actually see Rhea, and technically you see Rhea a lot during the first half of all of them, but uh, Blue Lions, if I'm recalling correctly, ends with you rescuing Rhea. I 
think Golden Deer and the church route, you rescue her and have a bit afterwards. Uh, but I haven't actually gotten through those yet myself. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I will I will say that I'm, I'm glad they put Rey in here. I think Rey is a great character that deserves to, some attention um, in Fire Emblem mm-hmm. Heroes. And I would like to see her. Uh, she could. Uh, I don't want to necessarily throw some spoilers out here, but I I could see her being on a legendary or even a mythic banner. I'll just say that. It's been long enough. I'll say that. I already did. Uh, We've got uh, Lauren's Highborn Heat. Shireen and I are in complete agreement on this one. I'd say this outfit came as a surprise, but you know how proud of his origins uh, Lauren's can be. Even his beach attire has a distinctly noble air to it. As a red tome infantry unit, Lauren's wields <laughs> conch, b- b- conch bouquet plus. I'm not even going to say what I thought I wrote there. Conch bouquet plus, which during unit's first combat in player phase or enemy phase grants attack slash resistance plus five to unit and restores seven HP to unit after combat which unlocks at five stars that that version of the of the weapon as a tempest trials unit he has no new skills but rounds out his kit with pivot as an assist unlocks at four stars fire boost three in the a slot which unlocks at five stars and even res wave three in the c slot which unlocks at four stars so that's lawrence distracted by lawrence and his speedo (laughs) all right i'll just tell you what i thought i wrote (laughs) crotch bouquet I figured it was something to that effect. <laughs> and I was just like, might have, might have been other words that are similar that popped into your head, but you know. Oh no, no, those, those speedos are. I kept distracting. it. I kept it PG esque in my mind with that yes, one, but that's uh, good. you folks at home can. Uh, although probably I would, do. I would say that his uh, speedo outfit uh, shows more his cluelessness than nobleness, whereas Sylvain, uh, much more effective ladies' man in three houses knows that uh, proper shorts are more than enough, whereas Lawrence thinks uh, less is more to a detrimental effect. Yeah. I mean, he's... But he's got, like... Uh, I think where Sharina and I are coming from is he's got he's got that blouse on. Like, he's got the blouse on yeah, with the roses. The blouse with his... Yeah, his signature rose in all his outfits. Yeah. Now, mind you, I never... Uh, I know he, You said he was Golden Deer, right? So I, I never... Yeah. I never played Golden Deer or at least got far enough where Lauren's was sort of front and center for me. But uh, so again, like this, this character dressing like this, it doesn't really mean much to me, but I, I, he, yeah, he's wearing a Speedo and he's just letting it all hang out. (laughs) I mean, aside from Byleth, perhaps, and that's kind of, you know, hard to really say because you as the player really, uh, give Byleth their personality more than anything. All these characters, I feel, really successfully hit their personality with their outfits. Uh, you know, uh, Dorothea being sure of her sexiness and sultriness, I could easily see pulling off a swimsuit like the one in her picture. Sylvain, you know, knows... You know, I think in his quote, it's like, all I can say, or uh, I'll just say you're welcome or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. he's has that confidence. He has that swagger of a successful ladies man. Lawrence in his three houses, um, 
conversations with Byleth. Uh, you know, is getting a lot of complaints from the ladies as at his attempts at ladies being a ladies man and thinks he's successful at it, but is horrible at it, which his outfit screams and his demeanor screams. And Ingrid, you know, as the letting her hair down comment is kind of, you know, uptight and reserved and her outfit and design fit that perfectly. So mm-hmm. I think they did an amazing job hitting the core of these characters successfully with these designs. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think even when you look at uh, Byleth and Rhea, like they are in their their colors, they are in their sort of, mm-hmm. their flowing, um, you've got Rhea with her sort of flowing gown, and then you, which is very similar to what she's wearing in game. And then you've got Byleth with her little cape. Um, so that fits really well. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I think this is a strong sort of presentation and goes to the fact that the, the three houses characters are just such a gold mine in creating these, these, um, these special heroes that are tied still to the real world. Cause like I said, with summer, you can totally see them being plausible dressing up like this. Whereas Christmas, Christmas is probably maybe a close second um, in that, you know, you don't necessarily people see people dressing up as, as, um, as Christmas trees, but sometimes people do dress up in, in, um, well, they dress up as Santa Claus and they dress up in, you know, red and white. So that's probably a close second, but, you know, a little more comical being maybe, uh, some of the earlier Valentine's banners and well, the wedding banners, those are kind of ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. it, in terms of hard, it's hard to see that in, in the world of three houses, whereas this is such a good fit cause it's plausible, right? Like, you know, gets hot. Yeah. They get, I, I mean, I didn't play the DLC. I know there's a sauna, so I'm guessing, you know, the if characters they, get into their swimsuits. Yeah. If they couch it right, I think I could see them doing a Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Um, if I recall correctly, and I could be misremembering, I think the, uh, founding of Garrick Monastery is in the December month for the game. So if they found it, you know, if they couch it as a, you know, celebrating the founding of Garrick Mock using a red and blue or red and green theme this year, you know, red and green and tree theme or whatever, it could be, could come off as plausible for one, for a banner, you know. Mm-hmm. Or just ignore it and do them in Christmas outfits, which is what they do with many of them. Because yeah. a lot of the series, it'd be hard to truly see a Christmas based on the worlds we've seen. Yeah, I, I just, I really, I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of, you know, Nintendo publicly stating they're, you know, they're they're not working on as many mobile projects. They're spinning them down. Mind you, they had announced a Zelda game a while ago, and they, I think there was maybe a Metroid I remember there being two... Pro- it might have been with Mario Kart they announced a Zelda project as well that they were working on. But this game's been... Our, is, we're in our fourth year. But I think the best thing to happen to Fire Emblem Heroes was Three Houses. Uh, this is not going to be a controversial statement, but Three Houses being so successful provides Fire Emblem Heroes with this great roster of characters to pull from for both special, new heroes, legendary, mythic, and they just... I feel they get like at least two more years of, of content just from that game alone. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. Four more golden deer, three more, uh, blue lions and two more red 
or black eagles to and that's through. just that's just the the school act right you've that's got the just war the act. students yeah. we also have you know the teachers we still haven't gotten any um that also doesn't include the ashen wolves uh and doesn't include the teachers uh whose names i cannot think of right now for some reason but you know also cyril and mm-hmm. oh, uh and flane who probably would have worked for a duo hero for summer because that might be a little awkward yes uh siblings and all that in as a duo hero yes or maybe not just siblings <laughs> spoilers yeah <laughs> like i'm not gonna say anything but either way i mean they yeah. could they could work as uh let's see no i shouldn't say i, I was gonna say i was gonna say another duo hero but uh, then that would be <laughs> literally giving away the spoiler um so we won't even we won't even go there but i i just i i think this banner specifically proves that there is still more for Fire Emblem Heroes thanks to Three Houses and that they can create such strong banners from these characters that are fresh in our minds. I'm not saying that past Fire Emblem Hero, past Fire Emblem characters are not as good as Three Houses. It's just they're farther from, from our mindset. I mean, the only reason, you know, Shadows of Valencia characters are so high up on our list is because of that Echoes remake. And I, 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 I hope we get another Fire Emblem project in the next year or two to, to help Fire Emblem Heroes continue to be uh, a success amongst amongst its player base, right? Yeah. Also, I think comparatively, Three Houses has kind of a small roster compared to some of the older games. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's a large roster as far as Heroes is concerned because there's two versions of, you know, at least 24 of the characters. But... You know. I mean, maybe more focused... I, w- I would say is, yeah. is probably a better way to to put it, but you're right. It's it's definitely smaller in the in the grand comparison to others. But um, maybe it, maybe it's not as small as it, it feels to me. But I mean, there's some of them in there that have some games that have twenty or thirty characters with no duplicates. You know, mm-hmm. and if you ask someone who was a big fan of that game, there's still a bunch of characters to add. I could be wrong about that one, but you know. Well, I think uh, I, I think it's all it's all good, and Fire Emblem Heroes is is uh, is sticking around, and and we're gonna have another Three Houses focus banner. I don't even know why I didn't think of this, but we talked about it already. The uh, going back to the five minute rule, we're going we're gonna have a full Three Houses banner with Choose Your Legends four, so we won't have to yeah. wait incredibly long. Um, Although those will all be duplicates. Yeah, you are right. Those will all be duplicates. But maybe we'll get the war act from from those heroes. I don't know. I hope not, but maybe. Yeah, I mean they've always uh the brave the brave line has always been I feel like the sequel heroes. They've uh well not always, I guess. Some Brave, brave line has often felt kind of like what if heroes to some degree. Yeah. Like Camilla's brave hero is definitely a what if but it was also Xander like there would be king before camilla would be queen well Xander, uh, i never Xander, finished conquest, so maybe xander dies so <laughs> xander should have been getting he doesn't survive um in some playthroughs but i mean 
you're not wrong. Uh, it it very much. I think we're both right in this sense. We've both walked into this trap where we're both right, which rarely happens on the internet. But it's very much a what if scenario, but also a sequel or or uh, an aftermath styling. But but then I remember Alm. I, I would Selica. love to see a what if Lysithia who you know has her natural hair color, although I have no clue what that would actually be. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I I think with three houses specifically, it's harder to do the the after the game character look. Um, whereas maybe you could do you could do maybe the the pre three houses look because all these characters had lives before, and you very much explore them through through conversation. So maybe there's something that we can explore from before, especially since they are all students and it's not like um it's not byleth you know i feel like you could do Mm -hmm. the pre-student act and you've got like what what was uh dimitri doing back in the blue lion land i don't know being angry rawr you know uh jealous for yeah maybe or maybe you could do like a dimitri who never had the um Oh, I forget what it, they called it, but the thing where his father and all get killed, and how would he grow up in that world? How would Edelgard grow up if she had never left uh, uh, the Holy Kingdom of Fargus? Mm-hmm. You know, well, what they... would Claude look like if he had grown up in Elmira? Yeah, or and, something. And the thing is with these brave heroes, like you're right. Sometimes it's the what if. Other times it's the alt art. Like I know Alm and Celica, we got the the original manual concept art yeah. kind of look. And yeah. obviously with Three Houses, we're not going to get that. That was very much like attuned a to a remake um, mm-hmm. style. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options with CYL. I think with I think with Three Houses, I I, I think what if is is probably the stronger route. Um, I guess they could just do the war, war route version of them. They then could. again, we also don't know which version because the version of the hero that we're supposed to get, I think, is based on which of the two versions got more votes. You know? Like if the war Edelgard got more votes than... Or if the Academy Edelgard got more votes than war Edelgard, the outfit will be based on Academy Edelgard, I believe. They had a... Yeah, how did they were combining them, but they were still comparing which they one? They were won? combining them for their uh, choice for their vote in the actual overall vote. But I think I recall seeing somewhere is that um, if this character wins, the uh, Choose Your Legends version will be based on whichever arc got more votes. Hmm. So, like, let's say. Edelgard, you know, got 30,000 votes in the Academy arc and, you know, 130,000 votes in the War arc. That'd be 160,000 votes, but it would be the War arc that they based the design off of. Whereas if, you know, Claude had gotten 10,000 War arc votes and, you know, 140,000 academy arc votes it'd still be 150,000 votes but you know it'd be basing him off of the academy arc Claude. Hmm. i think that's the way i understood how how they were doing it when they announced you know 
when they were doing the voting. Okay. Well, um, it will be interesting to see. And I mean, I, I also remembered that uh, Edelgard, uh, legendary Edelgard, felt like the aftermath version of Edelgard in her playthrough, where she's successful yeah. in her in her reign. So by that that's logic, that's where I expect to get the you know war arc Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude to be what happened. You know, if you played a Blue Lions playthrough, a Nazir Moon, a, you know, Crimson Flower, or whatever. This is the version of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we and because Edelgard got the legendary treatment, it's very likely Dimitri and Claude will eventually get it as well. So maybe that's where we see their aftermath uh, versions. I, I don't think we need aftermath versions of all all characters. Um, I think eventually they'll probably give us aftermath versions of all the characters. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking war, about war. I'm talking about like war arc. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm. I agree. I think we'll get all the war characters, but. I would even put legendary Edelgard like a above that. Although I guess, oh God, I'm so confused. I, I think I'm talking in circles here. I think maybe legendary Edelgard did. That was the war version. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that was I, definitely war arc version of Edelgard. Whether they'll do a non-legendary war arc Edelgard or not, I don't know. You know, I don't think so, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it. Yeah, I to to close out this, I think that Legendary Edelgard was the War Act look, but her dialogue was very much we did it, you know. So yeah, it, as in we're mission accomplished, banner and all that fun stuff. So it. But do we get another War Act uh, version of Edelgard? Probably not, because I think that one that one is the we check the box. Um, but, uh, speaking of three houses, before we close up shop here for the week, uh, we are bringing back game club and it's starting sooner than you think, actually in a couple weeks, starting on our July 26th episode, we are going to be talking about cindered shadows, which is the side story for fire emblem three houses. I have not finished it uh, or played it for that matter. And Eddie has played it and finished it as well. Yes. Okay, perfect. And, um, so I purchased the DLC. I've, I'm going to try to jump into the game and get reacquainted with the systems. But if you haven't been into Three Houses lately and uh, haven't purchased the expansion pass, if you want to play alongside us, we're going to be going, um, I believe, chapter by chapter. Uh, we might, I don't know, are we going to do more than one chapter? You, you had finished it. Does it work well as a chapter by chapter experience? I think it works well as a chapter by chapter experience. Um if you feel that we need to speed things up, we can speed it up. But it's like seven chapters, so that'll... I mean, if we do it weekly instead of bi-weekly, chapter by chapter should be fine in about two months' worth of game, so... Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I think I think you're right. We can do week by week and, and kind of get through it that way. And uh, But if you are looking to join us, make sure when you purchase the expansion pass, you have to purchase the whole pass. Um, you're going to be starting Cindered Shadows from the main menu. You don't have to have finished Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, you can just you can just jump right into that side story, and um, yeah, join us. Let us know if you're playing alongside us. We always like to hear from folks who are playing uh, our game club with us. And this is a very recent one. Probably, I guess it's safe to say the most recent Fire Emblem experience you can have. Because uh, yeah, it, it yeah. just released a couple months ago, or right? Like February, yeah, March? that is correct. It's definitely the most recent you could have. 
And if you're wondering why we're doing Cindered Shadows before we do the main game, it's because um, as you complete Cindered Shadows, you unlock new characters, the Ashen Wolves characters, into your main game. Uh, so I wanted Ryan to have those available to recruit if he wanted during when we do our full playthrough. And it's enough of a side story that uh, aside from things that were revealed in the trailers for the game, I don't think it really spoils anything. Uh, we can discuss that while we're playing if we think it truly does spoil anything in the main game, but I don't recall it spoiling much, if anything. Mm. So it's a nice little side thing. It gives us a little short dip into three houses, unlock some additional characters for when we do do a full playthrough of three houses. And after that, I believe the current plan is to probably try and do the Lin story in uh, Blazing Blade, which is another short prologue-type chapter that is a separate story that ends on its own mm -hmm. before you start the big main game. Yeah. We got some fun plans for Game Club, and, uh, you know, um, I'm hoping we get another Fire Emblem game within our, our time frame of, uh, I mean, we will get another Fire Emblem game soon, but I, I could see us looking at a new Fire Emblem game and doing like a, like a, like a current Game Club. Yeah, there were rumors of a Nintendo Direct coming soon, so hopefully there'll be something for Fire Emblem, even if it is a, well, actually, I would love it to be a Echo's genealogy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that direct is even if it is just an echoes. I would love some more Fire Emblem news. Yes, I agree. And with Paper Mario out next week, the direct could come any any day after that. So, uh, or, or it week. could not, depending on what Nintendo wants to do. But yeah, <laughs> uh, well, the whims. Uh, I'd love some news from them. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it would be great. I think I feel like they're just uh, what are they doing? Um, certainly not figuring out and how I to know do a live stream. Technically not Nintendo, but I mean Pokemon Company. You know, kind of screwed us over with that unite stuff <laughs> they did stuff with that thing and um i will i will steer us back in the right direction here and uh close out the show thank you so much for jo uh, joining us on summoner's call you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com you can check out the fire emblem channel in the gamers in discord at bit.ly slash tgi discord the best place to hang out and chat Fire Emblem with us and all the TGI folks. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at drowfear, and don't forget to follow at thegamersin for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning.